Hey guys, back uh, me, Morgan Ventura, and Alex Ames. Yo, here again for episode six, and we are going to be um, talking about five feet apart. Also, you know, this is for UVU class, Com 1500, mass communication. We are talking about the culture, you know, how the movie how we think the movie is and things about you know there's the mass um, getting through the mass media so today kind of we're gonna talk a little bit about five feet apart and how you know how we like this movie so kind of getting in um i the only expectation that i had of this movie was um that it was about cystic fibrosis um i actually have a a friend who has this disease and so um I was just kind of kind of wanted to see how they would um, portray that that sickness and all the things because I have a feeling I haven't I know a little bit about how how that is. I'm gonna be honest. I hadn't. I you you hear cystic fibrosis and you're like, oh yeah, that's a that's a sickness. People know what it is. Like people know that it is a sickness. I had no idea what it was until I saw this movie. Like when I saw th- this. Uh, they're drawing attention to this thing that more people suffer from it than I realized. Oh, yeah. So kind of a little background on that. What it is is that the mucus, um, those who have cystic fibrosis produce too much mucus. And so it clogs their lungs. And so without getting it cleaned out, you know, you can eventually die from that. And you're like essentially suffocation. Yeah. With cystic fibrosis, your the lifespan is a little bit lower. Oh, unless you get a lung transplant. Oh, crazy. And each it's interesting in the movie it talks about each lung transplant lasts for five years. So it's not even it's not a fix. Um, but it gives um those um those the people that have that opportunities, you know, to do different things and, and then, you know, hope for another lung transplant in that future. Man. You know, I I'm I'm gonna try my best to keep this focused on cystic fibrosis, but I've got cerebral palsy on my right hand side, and um, it's it's just something that you it's just a part of you, you know. But the fact that you're using a medium like you know the big screen to bring attention to something as 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 crazy as as common as cystic fibrosis and turning it into media. Is just brilliant. It, it's why we, I think that's why we love movies, you know, because you can take something so, well, frankly, depressing, something so not exceptional, you know, it's, it's not fast cars. It's not, you know, action or, 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 um, or drama. It's something that people live with all the time, but you finish feeling very aware of people that are living with it all the time. Oh yeah. Were you thinking about your friend the whole time you were watching this? Yeah. And it was interesting cause she, she's, so she's my, she's my sister's best friend and she was, they were just so little when, you know, me being older as I was growing up and I didn't really understand, but she'd always, when they wanted to have a sleepover, she always had to go home first and, and, and they have like a machine that they, they have to suck on. So, and it kind of helps them clean out the, clean out all the mucus and I, I was just never understood exactly what what it was and what they were doing till I saw this movie and um, you know in this movie five feet apart just a little background um, there's um, kind of the 
the two main characters um, is uh, Stella and Will. And Stella is played by Haley Lou Richardson. And then Will is played by Cole Sprouse, resurrecting from the... Cole Sprouse. <laughs> Welcome back, days. bro. Dude. It's the sweet life. Zach and Cody, dude. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. It's funny to see where all those people ended up. Like, where the heck is Ashley Tisdale? And the, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And then the, what's her name? The Asian girl that plays the... Mindy. Oh, man. That plays the the, the daughter of the owner of the hotel. I think in every movie I've seen her in or in every show, she plays like some kind of like bar Spoiled. skank. Yeah. Uh, you know, like in, in uh, the social network, in... Uh, in New Girl, she plays oh, yeah. the the girl that cheats on Winston. Pops in for a sec. <laughs> and then Cole, Cole and Dylan Sprouse, the the brother, one of the brothers is MIA. Yeah, I have not seen is. Uh, him at all. He came out of nowhere, dude, and he did a good job. Oh yeah, no, he it's he was great acting in this in this movie between from both. I didn't really know um Haley Lou Richards. I hadn't really seen any other shows that she's in but they both did an excellent job really in this in this show the you know the thing that hit me most um was they they talk about touch and i don't know about you alex but have you ever really thought about what you do if you lost that ability like to be able to express by touching someone or being touched physical touch physically touching reaching out and or physically getting a hug or physically getting, you know, so having that sensation of touch or even just uh, kissing, you know, your wife, you weren't able to do it anymore. Uh, no, I, I couldn't. And I think honestly that touch is a bigger love language for me than I think it is, you know, being oh, hugged yeah. or something. I agree. Uh, no, no, I, I would never wish that on anybody in this movie. I, this is what I really just really stuck out to me was that, we take that for granted where, you know, um, the, this, the relationship that these two built was off of pure, pure intent, pure intentions. They weren't able to, they didn't have that physical intimacy that was, that kind of thrives all of everybody else's relationships. Mm. They had to do fun things five feet apart. Cause, Always. Cause you've got, um, Cole Sprouse and then Haley Lou Richardson, who are these two, right? And they're in the facility that is taking care of these people that are essentially just trying to stay alive. Yeah, it's a special program that they got accepted into. So not everybody gets into that this program. Option. Yeah. And they meet, and Haley Lou Richardson uh, plays Stella, and Stella the whole time. Um, she almost kind of reminds me of like the, the Hermione Granger character in a way where it's like no these are the rules you take your medication exactly. she's wearing the glove she's doing everything that she's been told to fight the sickness she has gone through a lot of loss and so the reason that she is that way that she is is because she's the hope for her family mm. and so she's because she's, it's genetic right yeah cystic fibrosis is a genetic thing yes but the the kind of the you know I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, but she she her sister dies before it's like you don't even it's see part her of the dying. premise yeah like, it's in the beginning, so she dies and uh, after that she feels that she's the hope for her mom and her dad and they're they're going through a divorce and that so she's trying to do everything she can to live because it was supposed to be her that died, 
You know what I mean? That whole wow. movie, that's how she feels is they, they've been living one day at a time. She lives one day at a time. I don't know if I'm going to be awake to be alive tomorrow. Man. And so when her sister died, she felt so heavily burdened that she has to, she, I have to survive. I have to, to make it so that I, they can be happy. So she's even feeling an obligation to her family. It's not just about her survival. It's like she's loyal to giving her family something because they've already been through something once. Oh, yeah. And I, um, it's it's interesting. Kind of in, in this show, you, you see people um, trapped because mm. this facility, there's nothing awesome about it. <laughs> and they're trapped in this facility, but they make the best of it and they they're teaching others this this is i guess one of the other things that is they're they're making others aware she has a blog and she talks about um the cystic fibrosis all the time and she's telling people so they can be more aware of what what's happening what what it is and that people all around them have it and you may not know that they do and um so it's just it's 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 an interesting show, but a movie, but man, it gets it gets pretty dark, and so I can. We were look kind of looking up the critics on um the what was it uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. And, and you know uh, IMBD the the critic sites. Yeah, they kind of voted it kind of like a, a kind of a blah movie. Yeah, isn't that kind of what it, uh, IMBD was like seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes, both critics and viewers gave it like a fifty percent. You know, just right in the middle, and. Uh, do you do you feel that it was because it was like a meh movie or because of how they felt when they left? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if from a purely critical standpoint, if it was like, oh, this is an okay movie or if it was actually a good movie, but because of how they felt afterwards, kind of like emotionally exhausted, if they felt that way and were just like, I think it was meh. I, I feel that it was because of what happened after, like how they felt after the movie. Because my wife, for example, when we got home, she was just depressed. She was like, "My gosh!" So she felt it. Oh, she's every five seconds. Man, that movie was so good, but man, it was. I'm, I'm sad. Like, just, just feeling that way the whole rest of the day, you know. And so it's. I think that 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 had a big, you know, a big play on that because it is like it is. You leave and you're like, wow. The ending. The ending makes you leave in a way that is just you you it's unknown cuz you don't know what happens to her and you don't know what happens to to um so you don't know what happens to Stella and you don't know what happens to Will in this in this show at the end so there is essentially a a a not not a cliffhanger but kind of like a would you say it left you wanting more kind of like you don't know what happens there is no resolution so um, I don't know. Did you leave at least more aware of cystic fibrosis by the oh, end? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, almost making it so it's not about these people, right? It's not about these two characters because you don't know what happens to them. There is no resolve. It's about cystic fibrosis. It's the people. Yeah. Right. You don't know what. <laughs> what to be fair to say? I'm. I don't know if I'm making this up, but it's. It's almost like they're saying. It doesn't matter what happens to them. What are you going to do to help? Does it like? Oh, exactly. You know, it's almost exactly. like this subliminal outreach in a way. The thing is, is that realistically, the only thing you can do is be aware 
and and you know donate to those different charities you know that's really the only thing you you can do because they're so limited they they have to stay in in a hospital because they um, another thing with cystic fibrosis they get sick they catch everything so and when they do get sick it's very bad like they almost die every time wow and so it's just such a scary you know a scary thing that you never know what's going to happen it's just a roller coaster up and down but yeah like i you know i i think that's really the only things that you can do is just be supportive and and um you know and 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 donate so that you know they can find find a find a cure or find something that can help you know then better than what the things that they have cff.org cysticfibrosisfoundation.org um is like the the national organization and i i looked up their blog and on february 25th of this year they posted about this movie Betsy Bryson, who's one of the people there at the CFF, with five feet apart hitting theaters in March, we've been getting some questions about infection prevention, control, and what the film might mean for the CF community. Here's what our CF center and hospitals have been doing to support the IPC guidelines and encourage questions among our patients and families. Um, what an awesome thing for this, a movie like this that has millions of dollars, right? Uh, I, I think... Um, I'm not seeing a budget, which is stupid. Um, which was a big box film. They well, have they have a platform to talk about it's, it. It's only been out for, I think, five days. So it still might be super new. To, to, uh, cat, uh, totaling those up, probably. They um, but they use it to say, hey, there is this movie that is out now. And it's stirring questions among patients and parents and and stuff like that. And it and it's just awesome, just awesome. You know, and I think you know, as as you know, I was thinking about this. You know, with you know, talking about the touch and and things. And you think of it as a teenager, those things are so. Ah, oh man! Like even just growing up as a kid, like those things are so so important to your to your growth like you think i think they did a, a study um once or a couple you know about that if you grow up without any touch or any love like in your home like you just you you fall like i even think it led up to like them dying you like, can die yeah no, and it was in the um it was in the early 50s yes that they did this study where they fed the babies it was it was several of them like a dozen of them they fed them they changed them. They did all that stuff, but they gave them no affection, and they died. Every single one of them, Morgan. Every single, oh and that was it. That was the only controlling um, factor in this experiment. Food taken care of, sleep, um, hygiene, everything was covered. No touch. So the things that we think that we need, right, to live is food, water, and right. We really need interaction. And what's the phrase that this girl says in the preview in the trailer? She says that she was living for her treatments, but instead she said, I want to be um, getting my treatments so that I can live. So that I can live. Just movies like this are very sobering. You know, I, I would love as someone that's got cerebral palsy, 
I would love some kind of a movie that helped parents of that find out your kid's going to have cerebral palsy and prepare them for what it's going to be like. So I, that's kind of what, when I, when I'm looking at this movie, um, five feet apart, I'm thinking, man, how many parents out there are just identifying with this yes. because like they have an, it, they have either, um, is it at birth? Like you're told, Hey, yeah. this baby has cystic fibrosis I, yeah. I, that, or is that, it to develop over time? No, I think you, you have it from the beginning. And ca- I mean, can you imagine the questions that you may have when you find that out? You're like, so how do we handle this? What do we do? How hard do we push the, the child? Yeah. You know, what, what's in their capacity versus what do we need to watch for? And movies like this, it, it's almost like a solace. It's a place of like, oh, there's something for me to, people are aware of it. They're talking about it. Oh, yeah. Well, and it shows that, you know, you're not the only one. You're not, you're not going it alone. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's out there enough now that the world knows now. You know what I mean? Like they, they want that world they want the world to know this is what's going on with these with these mm. uh, with these people that have these hard these hard things. This may be a leap. I would submit that the LGBTQ community is not that big in numbers. In numbers, right? It's not huge. It's a pretty small number. Yeah. Um and yet it is it is so prevalent in our media and in our influence. Right. But a large part of that was because up until recently, I mean, we're talking like early thousands. They didn't know how to com- to exist socially in 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 a social setting. That's why in the beginning it was the campaign like it does get better. Remember that? Yes. It yeah. was a huge campaign of look when you're coming out to your family, you're going through all these feelings. You may feel like people are abandoning like you may feel like people are abandoning you. You may feel X, Y, Z, but it gets better. Yeah. Because there was a community of people that didn't know how to live and, and, and coexist. Right. Um, but even though that number is so small because of the influence, it's now allowed this platform for people that are really going through hard Yes. Time. You know what I mean? Like, yes. just so you guys can slowly get to know us more on a, a personal level. I grew up in a very heavily uh, Christian influenced home, right? And so the knee jerk reaction is to be unfamiliar with homosexuality. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, and, same I mean, with me. Obviously, there's some, there are some contexts where they don't, where Christian homes will take it, uh, they'll misunderstand their own beliefs, frankly, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that oh, yeah. and, and become whether that's like a prejudice or, um, y- even a hatred sometimes oh, yeah. outcast, outcasted. Yeah. Right. Um, I would, but I will go so far as to say that for me, it was like this unfamiliarity. So it was a new thing. So when I saw someone that was gay, it was like, I don't know how to act. Act or, and or, I, it, is it weird? Like, it, is it something that I need to be sensitive of? Is it just normal? Like, do we still be friends? Or yeah. Like, like, do, like, do you do you um, do you want me to just treat you normal, or is this something that you need? I don't know. Sympathy? Do you need empathy? Do you need me to hug you because you're going through something, or is it just part of you? Yeah. And frankly, I don't think the friends that I had even knew themselves well, how yeah. they wanted to be treated. Oh yeah. You know. Um. But my point being, this number of LGBTQ is very small. It's probably bigger than we think it is, but still, 
in terms of a, a country that's got over 300 million people, not that many are actually gay. Yeah. But we're making a conscious effort to make them feel heard, make them feel identified as, no, you're part of this. You're a part of our society. We, we want to coexist. We want our, our culture and society to be, um, what's the word? We want to be conscious of you. You know, we want it to be not catered, right? Because that's too far to one side. Just like it shouldn't be catered to people that are heterosexual, yeah. right? But we need to be conscious of everyone so that consideration of everybody. And now you've got something even smaller than than homosexuality is cystic fibrosis. It's actually pretty, it's pretty rare, right? It's not like, I mean, not rare, but it's not like it's crazy common. Yeah. So even smaller, there's something that uh, a platform for these people to feel more heard than they actually are. It would be extreme like i man because i i don't identify i i mean i i feel like i live a normal life but then define normal that's what i mean like what is what is (laughs) normal do you you know what i'm saying like yeah from the textbook i feel that you know the normal life is you grow up go to school you have to you're trying you're trying to have these certain friends and you're trying to go to college and you're trying to do all these things. It's very Judeo-Christian, oh, oh, yeah. conservative. Like, Don't make ha- these mistakes. Have a spouse. Have kids. Yes. Provide for the family. Keep the yard clean, etc. And that, and that's how the circle of life works. Right. But then we now, in, this, in our time, there's a billion other ways that are normal as well. Like there's not, there's not just one. To achieve the same end. Yes. Ha- and, and have happiness. You know, before I feel like the American way, there's one way to happiness. Hmm. You got to get rich, and you—that's just kind of like that was the way it was. You got to get rich. You got to have a a happy marriage, nice house. Your kids are killing it, you know, doing the stuff you never did. Oh yeah, and and I feel when they're not, it's just it it kills the it kills it, it or it it hurts the family. Like when you when back then, so much more than now. I feel like now mm. when their kids are it, they're like hey, they're on they they're making their own. Decisions. Decisions. You just gotta. You just live and 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 learn with it. But back then, it was like, no, you don't do that. Like you and or they would. Agency it, was kind of taken oh, away. Yeah. It was like, do not stray from this. And then if you did, get leave, get out, get far away. Don't. I don't want to see you. I don't want to know you. I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Like it was that they would full on disown people for things like. Give an that. example. Quick, an example of just like religion. Like, if people join certain religions, and their families are uh, was this religion, and then they say they say they were um, uh, Catholic, and then they go to LDS or yeah. to yeah. Um, be Muslim or anything like that. The parents oh, would just so be true. like, "That is not like the in, way. Uh, in that is not what we do." Most, most, I'll say, most uh, Christian denominations, abstinence is a very common practice exactly. where you wait until marriage to have sex. And if a kid has sex before marriage, the, they don't know how to, the parents don't know how to respond to that because to them, the rules are black and white. You're supposed to wait till marriage. You have made that mistake. And from the 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 initial perspective, it is definitely perceived as hatred, where it's like judgment, right? Don't oh, judge. Yeah. So get out. We don't have anything to do with you. You're defiled, whatever. Um, which I'm sure on some level it is. I would almost 
argue, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, it's a reaction to something that they don't know how to navigate. They don't know how to communicate. So if, I mean, I don't have any children, much less a 16-year-old daughter, but if I had a daughter that got pregnant and was now going to become a mom, I would have no idea. Religion set aside, like abstinence and stuff, Put, put aside, I wouldn't know how to communicate that because she's made a decision that according to the quote-unquote rules, right, is looked, is frowned upon, right, is against those rules, and she's quote-unquote, again, quote-unquote, broken that rule. I don't know how to communicate love and care and at the same time a disappointment. Yeah, because there is like there's nothing wrong. With, there's a difference between being judging and disapp- and being disappointed. The reason that they that are um, the parents react that way, most of the time it's not because they're yeah they're upset that their kid did that, but they love them no matter what. It's the reaction they get from uh, Johnny's mom down the road. That's oh like, my gosh, that's so true. You know what I mean? Like it's, the parents' friends. Oh yeah, if you if you eliminated that a uh, little um, like the judgment circles. Your parents would just be loving like they wouldn't they'd be like, "Hey, look, this is we're going to work through this. You know what I mean? But when now they're like, oh, I go to church. Oh, we got I got to go to work and I got to explain this whole say? thing to them. Oh, man, man. I don't know if I've ever really thought about that till now. That is I really feel like that is the the problem. It's the influence of the wow. peers around. That's so true. Um, Man. That is so true, and it justifies what we're talking about now with this movie, right? Five feet apart, cystic fibrosis. These people, um, they don't know how to to navigate relationships, right? It, it, it's a commentary on the disease and what they're going through, but they're focusing on the fact that one thing we didn't mention is that Cole Sprouse, just like how the character of Stella is like this, I'll say again, Hermione Granger follow the rules, uh, Cole Sprouse, Will, is the opposite. He's like Mr. Bad Boy, fight the man. I'm not going to take my drugs because they're forcing it down my throat. And he needs agency. And he that's his way of, of fighting the disease. And kind of like in this, with this, the the whole kind of the relationship thing is as he's, he's trying to be done, he thinks death is, he's like, I'm, I'm dying. It's inevitable. He's, I'm dying. This is what he said. He's like, I'm dying. What are you, what's wrong? He's with made you? that decision. Yeah. So with, and with that relationship, she, she does not feel that way. She's like, I'm tired of you. Keep the, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you saying every time I'm with you, we're going to die. Mm. I know that she's like, I know that we're going to die. I know that, but I can't live my every day like that. I get, I have to have that hope that I might get better. There's something beyond these treatments might work, you know? And so, and so the whole time, um, he is now changing it to, this might be the only relationship I get in my life. And so that's what sparks him to start doing those medicines, start, uh, doing everything she says is because he's, he's, they they're to, they, you know they don't really get that chance to have that those relationships and so he's mm. taking advantage of that one chance that he gets and he falls in love with her you know it truly in love without any touch without any man and it's just amazing that is the thing that is so amazing to me is that they they have that that hope and it was together you know they they that was their hope was 
being together for that, that last time, however long it was going to be. Everybody, thanks so much for joining us here. This is definitely one of the more somber episodes because it is. the We'd recommend it. I mean, the, the movie was definitely good. Do not go because you're wanting to laugh. I mean, there are moments, right? There are, yeah, there are good, yeah. good ones. I mean, they, they work in humor, and it's definitely a, how did you describe it? An up-and-down, roller-coaster yes. type of movie. Highs, lows, all that stuff. But uh, ultimately, a great movie. Thank you guys so much for joining us in this this episode please check out Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. It's uh, this Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. It's cff.org, cff.org. They educate you on what it is, um, what life is like, care, um, getting involved. It's just a great cause. I mean, obviously, there's many ways that you can help and, and serve other people, but um, in this particular context, it's a great organization to get familiar with. Next episode, we have a surprise guest. And you're only going to know who it is if you tune in. So do. So do. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.